you know, before we really get going, I, I did have this uh, this thought, and I need to preface this by this is not a joke or a cry for help. Uh-oh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but I realized that if I was suffering from anorexia, nobody would notice for a very long time and I would be praised the whole steep fall into oblivion. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's like I said, this is neither a joke or a cry for help. Just an observation. <laughs> I mean, because no one would really notice anything. Because, um, well, no. all of us. you It would just be like, oh, well, you're just losing weight for a while. You know what I'm saying? Except for like, right. you probably pass out. So then people would kind of have questions. But... You know? But no, they'd probably be like, listen, this fat ass, he's got blood pressure yeah, issues. That's, that's what they would think that it was. Exactly. Or his blood sugar's too yeah, high yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> now, this is what I'm saying. Like, there would be no, like, no warning sign. Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents... See Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome to the Sea Space City podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, here in the Dirty Dina studio and joined via satellite by the real stars of the show, Alan and Ricky. Ricky, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, not too shabby, man. Um... I don't know. I d- it's 10 o'clock. I didn't come up with a clever quip. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you had even longer to do I don't, it. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. I just don't know. I just I just don't know. That's the basic, that's <laughs> my basic thing. I just don't know. <laughs> that's how I'm starting out the New Year's. I just don't know. That's, you just don't know? That's, a, that's right. a great place for me to be, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, how about you, buddy? How you doing? Ooh, I know, 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 I know. Ain't no sunshine where she gone. Ooh, man, I'm sick as a dog, baby. I got the sniffles. Uh, before New Year's, I believe we had a big party for my nephew on the thirtieth, and uh. I probably caught a little bug in there somewhere, so, uh, you know, watch out with them parties. Uh, people be, be having stuff just coming through. I mean, how old was the nephew? Uh, he's one year old. Oh, well, that's that why. Yeah, little kids have Yeah, all it's a pretty diseases, important party. Man. Children are germ factors. Bro, for real. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, my nephew. He's the one who gave it to me. Ah, that there you bastard. go. Okay. One of it was friends. either him or one of his little exactly. friends. <laughs> Ricky, get out of my brain. <laughs> so, boys, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Happy New Year, Brian. Well, Ricky sounds very much less enthusiastic about the new year. So, <laughs> I, mean, it's, I don't, I don't. I'm I'm not a big New Year kind of guy. I'm in good spirits. I might not sound like I'm in good spirits, but like I don't. A little worried about you. No, bud. I'm in I'm in great spirits. All right, Kevin Nash. I just don't, 
All right, Kevin Nash. Uh, I can't believe these people, man. It's, just, it's another fucking day. Are you really going to change the new, the new day? Is going to change anything about your life? Blah, blah, blah. My kid died, so now I hate the world. I get Ooh, it, Kevin. Yeah. I get it. I Ooh, would, too. Got dark. <laughs> yeah, that got, got dark, real, real dark. dark. Uh, no, I just... Real I, dark. I just... Um, I, th- I think it's good for some people. If you want to make a restart at the beginning of the year, that's a good thing. Um, I don't know. I think it's... For me, it's kind of arbitrary. I just keep on rolling as as it goes. I don't know. It's just another day. Yeah. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> New year. I hope it works out for everybody. It's, you know, spoiler alert. There's going to be some good things happen. There's going to be some shitty things that happen. I don't know what to tell you. This is life, bro. Dang, Paul Heyman. <laughs> I don't know, man. This, uh, this really, like, kind of pisses all over the Cheerios of the first segment I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look. It's it's 2024, and I'm upset that nobody said, hey, it's Kobe year. Happy New Year. So, you know, that never happened. So I'm, I'm starting to believe that, you know, the the American culture is straying away from from our good heavenly God if we don't remember that 2024 is supposed to be Kobe's year. You know? <laughs> I thought oh, wait, nobody, 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 went, mentality. nobody went Kobe New Year. <laughs> I don't but, think we know, all need so. to be in a Kobe state of mind this entire year. Kobe being in a Kobe state of mind is not always a good thing. <laughs> for the for the individual, Mamba for the individual, it's a good thing, but sometimes that Mamba mentality is not great for other human beings. Collective <laughs> the collective Yeah, collective yes. Mamba mentality would be troublesome. <laughs> Mama mentality is a very selfish idea. It's wonderful for the individual, horrible for the collective. <laughs> we're not we're not over here gonna ball hog the ball, you know, we're just gonna do our job. Just shooting shots all just over shooting the place. Shooting shots all over the place. Not everybody can shoot the there's only one ball to go around, fellas. So <laughs> you gotta pass sometimes. You gotta pass sometimes. <laughs> You got to make those around you better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be more like LeBron. There you go, bro. What if those around you suck? <laughs> Did you just say be more like LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> there you LeBron's go. LeBron's a facilitator. <laughs> he is. Oh, goodness. So, I got excited about the new year. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. No, that's good. That's good. You know, that's that's good. Yeah. A couple things, uh, really, to uh, to kind of clean some things up, or not clean things up, but uh, go through a couple things, uh, studio update wise. Um, I talked to Elliot the other day. Oh, great! Um, great. It was nice because I talked to Elliot on the phone. Okay. It was a big step being able to talk to him on the phone. I mean, he's still still making progress. It was it. It did me a lot of good, and I actually that was New Year's Eve. I was on my way to my gig, so New Year's Eve. You know, Ricky, you and I both worked it because that's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you had to party. We ended up running into each other at the shop. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we were both uh, trying to Get like, it. okay, who's going to take which mixer? And I'll. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm gonna box out Ricky for the mixer. I know. I was like, "Yo, you better let me have my mixer, bro. I need my mixer for my 
for my string quartet gig. If I don't have that, it, the, the gig went great, but it yeah. was still funky, even with the mixer. Like I couldn't get the monitor to work. Um, oh. Yeah, for the for the string quartet, but uh, they performed beautifully. Richard Brown's uh, flash drive group, uh, they were wonderful, and yeah, they performed beautifully as always. So. Yeah. yeah, that that's a fun event to do. I'm kind of jealous that you kind of you know stressful snatched stressful. it up. And yeah, kept the, it. the New Year's <laughs> the New Year's part about it is fun. The uh, court string quartet part about it is quite stressful. Trying to get all those like you have to get like a lot of like microphones to work in a very small area, and like you also have to have your speakers huh. right there. So you tend to get a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> feedback from those speakers, and they don't. It they, is a yes, they, tiny. They area. do not give you a lot of room to work. So you would think at some point they might expand your area. It's but not no. ideal. I was like, if you guys, if you guys want <laughs> no audio issues whatsoever, we need to expand this area. Otherwise, it's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> but on that like deck, there really isn't anywhere to go. Really, is not like yeah. That's the issue. Um, they could have they could have <laughs> expanded it out. Really up there on the deck, they put us to the left side of it, to the right side. They had this big-ass um, 2024 sign. So I, I understand yep. you don't want to put the uh, violinist in front of that, the string quartet in front of that, because that's a good picture opportunity. But, yeah. But they performed well, and, you know, it was a very, very slight audio issues. I just, you know, made it happen, you know. This was what it was. You would think. Did you did you feel from Napoleon to the maestro <laughs> with your with yeah, your setup? Yeah, I feel very Leonard Bernstein in this one. Very uh, <laughs> Bradley Cooper maestro in you, this one. <laughs> you you were the John Williams for this production. <laughs> I tried to be You're just running. The yeah, show. I come. I came. I came back out of retirement like John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, my event was a wedding um, at the Westin. Yeah. Always love, like, the Westin, uh, you know, top five venue. I, I refuse to pick a true absolute favorite because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But love working there. We ended up doing the ceremony in the like the hallway like the foyer i was wondering where that was at yeah i was like what what the hell room is this this looks super weird yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it was that foyer where they usually do cocktail hour which they also did there. okay okay they just did a little flip and so it was the very first time I have ever gotten to place the microphone receivers where I've always wanted to place them behind and off to the side of the officiant. (laughs) And guess what? The lapel mic worked great. Perfectly. Yep. Perfect line of sight. It was beautiful. Yep. Yep. Most of the time you have to be like, you have to be behind. Way in the back. Way behind the crowd. And if people don't understand, like, radio waves, yes. So radio waves, everyone has a cell phone nowadays. And then you're, try- you're also trying to use that uh, lapel receiver to pick up the, the microphone from the officiant. So oftentimes, yeah, there, will be, there won't be any crossover. You never, pick up ra- you never pick up, like, anyone's signal or anything like that. But it will screw up. I have. Oh, wow, have you? <laughs> I've never picked up a cell phone, yeah. but... Um... 
there's one um what was it there was one gig where Out, i used it outlaw yeah, okay the band playing downstairs yep. were on the same frequency and all of a sudden like the middle of the of the wedding i'm getting like a guitar coming through the, like randomly and i'm like what is this and it was it was from downstairs i had that come through too so I had to kill that. I mic. had that a few years back. Yeah, it was it was like the the next room over or something like that. It was like they were yeah. on the they were on the same frequency. It just we so happened to be on the exact same frequency, so, right? Yeah. So, um, we set up. We had the lapel mic. We had a handheld for the ceremony because we had some singing going on. Um, this couple was a an older couple. They had grown kids, so. The groom's son breaks out a cello and plays the pre-ceremony. So we both had cellos at our gigs. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Very nice. And then he switches right before he switches to guitar yep. and sings a song as like the last pre-ceremony song. I only had to play two songs the whole ceremony. Well, play two full songs. Yeah. We get the groom and the officiant in. Everybody walks down. And then I hand the microphone over to the groom and I hit his backing track. And the groom sang his bride down the aisle. <laughs> was he at least a pretty good singer? He, he was. was. Okay. Okay. He okay. was. And and I think I said that to you earlier. I said you got to have some confidence. Like, it's one thing to sing at a wedding. Like, that's a high-pressure situation. But singing your own bride down the you aisle. you got to be that type of person. Yeah. Ooh, you got to have yeah, it. Yeah, you got to be that dude for that. <laughs> and, and, and you're doing the whole song. Because me, I'm going to be... And that, you know that... Like, if I were to ever get married, which probably not at this point, but, <laughs> but like, I'd be such an emotional wreck. That I don't, yeah. I, I just don't see how I would be able to do that. Like that's just that's crazy. He, he you could tell as she got closer, he started to get emotional, yeah. and he held it together. But you could tell there was some breaks in his Bro, voice. That's one and... of my that's one of my favorite because like it may seem that I'm pessimistic about love, but I'm quite optimistic about love, and I actually believe in it and stuff. That's one of my favorite things is to like look at the groom at the moment that the bride walks through those doors and they open yep. up those doors, like nine out of 10 times, the groom like tears up like immediately. You can see there's it's a, so yeah. beautiful. It's yep. such a wonderful moment. Such a great moment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. We, we talk a lot of smack on, on the whole idea of love <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> That's because we're hopeless romantics. That's why. There we go. That's, That's it. That's it. <laughs> We're jaded. We're jaded largely. <laughs> you are not incorrect at all. But, but I am making a declaration. So, um, you guys would have seen the Facebook post. I think you both uh, enjoyed it. But I posted some pictures of my dance floor. I did like selfies with the dance floor behind me, you know, and, and, I I declared one that I heard I've heard somewhere that you know the way you spend New Year's Eve is the way you'll spend that year. 
Now, I got to thinking after I posted that, where did I hear that? And I think I heard it on the OC. I heard that as well. So it may be dubious. I heard that as well. I wonder if it was from the OC, because I used to watch the OC as well. So, But yeah. listen, that season, listen, that Ryan and Marissa New Year's stroke of midnight moment, that shit was clutch. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, y'all can say what you want about me watching the OC. Somewhere in this house are multiple seasons on DVD. The OC was great. I ain't apologizing for it. <laughs> First of all, when, uh, it, when yeah. it came out, I was like 18 or something like that. So I was, I was like, I was yeah, right I was around like prime time for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, have you all seen Rachel Bilson? California, California. <laughs> the soundtrack. Here we go. Stone Cold Killer soundtrack. Oh, Wilco and a bunch of like. <laughs> listen, listen. That's that's how I got into Death Cab. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, it's a pretty nice week we've had of bringing obscure two thousands uh, songs up, bro. In the last two weeks of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you guys will, if you guys will let me, I will follow you into the dark. Oh. <laughs> you have to give me a little bit more. I, I don't so know that emo. song. It's, it's, it's Death Cab. It's Death Cab, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, but. I decided because this wedding man had a great time and I decided I am declaring because of how this went and because of the attitude that I had that night. Listen, boys, I gotta, I gotta bring this to real life. Like I I was going charisma for days, brothers. I, I'm not a, I'm not really a toot my own horn guy, but I was on. I don't know what the hell got into me. <laughs> I mean, listen, I got cheered. I broke out the shopping cart dance through the Soul Train line at one point. You did you jump in the Soul Train line? <laughs> I did and did the shopping oh, cart wow. beat. <laughs> Gotta do the gotta do the sprinkler one, you know? Next time. Next time. Yeah. Like listen, I can't do I can't do every dance every every weekend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and listen, a couple weeks ago I had to teach the Cupid Shuffle and the electric slide. Yeah. You know, that was that was more dancing than I'd done in a long time. I, I had to kind of remember the Cupid Shuffle because it'd been a minute. <laughs> Cupid Shuffle's easy. Left, 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 right, 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 kick, 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 turn, turn. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I'm well aware. I know it. <laughs> the electric slide was actually the tougher one to remember. Cause... Electric slide's ridiculous. I ain't even trying to do that. I'm, I'm good on that. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's, and we weren't even, and it wasn't even to the song. It wasn't even to the electric slide song. Oh yeah, no, they, it was to "I Will Survive." Yeah, if you if you have a, did you have a, uh, did you have a, like a lot of black people there? Um, at which party? Because yes, to both. Actually. <laughs> at the one that they did the electric slide <laughs> at. <laughs> um, 
Again, happened at both. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> so yes, okay, <laughs> don't get that a lot. So, but but uh, case in point, black, black, long story short, black people would do the electric slide to like any dance. <laughs> they will do it to blurred lines. They will do it to uh, candy by cameo. Like just, <laughs> they're multiple. No. Yeah. Do you know what song <laughs> I had every intention of breaking out and I forgot? Candy. <laughs> Candy Rain by Soul For Real. Oh, I have no idea what that is. Oh, bro. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that took me, that took, I, I, it, I ended up with it on that Spotify playlist uh-huh. that I've been making. I'm up to 32 hours, by the way. 32 hours. You're coming up close, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, that shit took me right back to eighth grade. <laughs> I don't know what's on that Candy Rain. Oh, that does sound yeah. kind of familiar. I bet if I heard... Okay, that does sound kind of familiar. I bet if I heard it... Yeah, okay. I might actually know that. How's it? I Man, I don't have the I don't have the vocal range. I'm not a tenor anymore. I used to be. <laughs> Ever since your balls <laughs> drop? <laughs> uh, 20, 25 years of Marlboros, which is something else we're going to discuss. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Okay, I was trying to play that quietly. <laughs> My love, do you ever dream yeah. of candy coated rainbows? Rainbows or drops or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do know that song. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah, old great school. song. That's old school. I was, I was but a tyke when that song. <laughs> you were but a tyke. <laughs> but I was listening to my radio <laughs> with with the cassette deck. Alan, Alan might have been like a twinkle in his dad's eye at that point. Like, yeah, I think Alan was a good idea at that <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> Look. Now that we're here so far away, I have never, ever, ever, ever. Third 2000s Obscure song. Let's go. So, I am declaring 2024 as the year of immaculate vibes, boys. Mm. Dang, so screw Kobe, it's immaculate vibes. That's right. I'm much more of a stoic right. kind of guy. So I don't I don't declare immaculate vibes. But if they come, that's awesome. And if they don't, here's the that's thing. life. You know? This is I ain't dead is, and I ain't, you know, there's there's many there's many bad situations that a person could be in. So <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, I, I really it's really a, a very much a, a a me thing. I'm trying to get the power of positivity. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to bring the immaculate vibe. You're trying to embrace the warmth, you know, of 24. Um, because you know, leading up to New Year's Eve, I wasn't doing great with bringing the immaculate vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little stressed See, out. I got a little, little crazy, and you know, I was like, man. I got to reset. Yeah. I'm not bringing the immaculate vibes. I got to do it. I got to I got to embrace the power of positivity. You just call me Big B. Big B. See <laughs> Space City. <laughs> Don't you dare C- be Space sour. City. C Space City. 
Space it. <laughs> See? Space it. <laughs> Clap so. for your longest reigning podcast with Brian, Ricky, and Alan. <laughs> and feel the power. <laughs> See Space City. Yes, it is. <laughs> Oh, there's been so, a lot of singing I, in the first part of this podcast. It's kind of insane. Um, <laughs> but so I did want to point out um, if if you need a little bit of the love, Bry, uh, can I suggest you know maybe this year you should go with the uh, the color peach fuzz for your life. That is the color of 2024, and you know. Fuzz. It is uh, in seeking a hue that echoes our innate yearning for closeness and connection. We chose a color of radiance with warmth and modern elegance, a shade that resonates with compassion, offers a tactile embrace, and effortlessly bridges the youth with the timeless. So, you know, maybe you <laughs> should change up your 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 style and go with a little bit of peach fuzz. In your what wardrobe. kind of nonsense was that? Alan tried. Alan tried to break the immaculate vibes like instantly. <laughs> like he's trying to break no. out curmudgeonly. What? Brian, not, not the like, Alan brought the, the immaculate vibe. So I agree. These are. Yeah. These are like these are like the elite people who set elite forth like people. the tone of the year by distributing a color to the year. <laughs> Oh wow. my goodness! Yeah, the Epstein list people. That's oh man, the elite. So, hey, hey, we'll, I'll see you in court, Aaron Rodgers. I'll see you in court, right, Aaron Jimmy Rodgers. Kimmel, bro, what was that? Holy crap! <laughs> oh my! So to to continue um, <laughs> the story of. The process of trying to get to immaculate vibes. <laughs> at, at some point right now, somebody who's listening is saying, say immaculate vibes one more, one more time, time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> say it one more Immaculate vibes. <laughs> so, we did have immaculate vibes on Boxing Day. We recorded the Christmas episode of the Drink Adina Beer Show starring Brian and Julia. We had a blast. And it's funny, Alan, you mentioned Peach Fuzz. We had the Shiner Holiday Cheer, which is a very peachy beer. There we go. See? Bring it back. You brought yeah. it back. You brought it all together. So that was all well and good. Had a great time filming. Thank God that I decided to leave my cell phone on for behind the scenes footage to release his reels on the Instagram. Uh oh. <laughs> because uh somebody oh, this guy right here forgot to turn the microphone on on the camera. <clears throat> wow. So I load Jesus point Dexter. I, this is listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the story about how Bry lost all immaculate vibes for a few days <laughs> and why it's so important to recover them. Okay. So I put I load up the footage into the computer to start editing. I'm like, yeah, let's go. That was fun. You know, it was really great. And I load it up and I start playing it. 
and it's this. No sound. Julia would have strangled you, bro. If you... <laughs> she wouldn't have gotten the chance to strangle me because I just might have gone and found a bridge to jump. Oh, off. no. <laughs> um, so... I mean, you got two two to choose from the six ten and the Laporte. So you know, I, I listen that six ten one. That's a big old jump. Anyway, what did the job done, brother? <laughs> Go right onto a barge full of crude oil. So, oh my god, I am in panic mode. I load the cell phone footage off my phone into the computer. The sound is freaking great. It's better than what I'm using the goddamn mic I bought to do this. Holy with. crap. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So now, and because there's no audio, like the video software, if you have multiple audio feeds, yeah. can sync via audio waves, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You can sync, you know. When I someday win the lottery and have the like six camera setup that I really want to have <laughs> and multiple microphones and all that, I could do all that, right? Angle, angle, angle. Exactly. Switch, switch. You're going to be like Kevin Dunn. Oh, you, no, you can hire Kevin listen, Dunn. You know, he's, he's out of a job now. So, you know, listen, just switch the camera, switch the camera, switch the camera, having, switch the camera. Having multiple angles would make certain edits so much easier. Mm. You know, when you only have one camera, you end up with some awkward edits or you have to like stuff like a graphic in there because you cut out, you know, four minutes of a tangent. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like a podcast. You've hey. got to match up audio and visual. And so, it's, but anyway, I had to sit there by hand and match up that sound and that video and had I had hair, I would be, I would have pulled it all out. <laughs> I was, and, and so I'm getting more and more upset. Like I'm just frustrated and just mad. I'm so mad at myself. So finally I get it done. And then turns out my cell phone split it into three parts for the video. So I get like halfway through and I run out of sound. I'm like, like the camera I knew did it. The camera does three videos when you do a long video. Mm-hmm. And so that was easy. I just boom, lined them up by the number. Yep. But the cell phone didn't let me know that at first. <laughs> like, we got real far, real deep in, and all of a sudden, like, it was gone. I'm like, where's the rest of the video? <laughs> like, so I had to go hunt that down out of my cell phone, transfer it to the computer. Oh, finally got it done, and I'm not going to lie, guys. It turned out to be one of the better episodes. It is long as hell, but it was good. We did a bunch of research. There were some shenanigans. The beer was good. And the vibes during filming? Immaculate. immaculate. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Here's to an Immaculate 2024. <laughs> right. 
Now, here's where it all went awry, boys. <laughs> so, we wanted to film the pecan beers as well. We didn't do it that day because, like, till we were that far in and the camera battery was dying. By the way, yeah, I have a whole issue with camera battery. <laughs> they, they're they not holding charge. It's not good. Um, But <laughs> it's like, all right, we'll try again later this week. This pecan beer episode is cursed and will not be coming out in its full form. We sit down, set up the camera, battery, which has been sitting on the charger, sitting charging all night, showing that it's almost done. Oh, man. <laughs> well, shit. I scramble. I find a way to plug it in. Like, I get some cords, and I'm like, okay, this should get us through. We sit down, we record, and, and like, just, we were not communicating well, like, the whole day, like. Like, as to even which day we were going to record. And it was like, oh, you meant today? And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We're already we're already off kilter from the jump. Mm-hmm. And we sit down, we record. And uh, guess who realizes that they did not put the memory card back in the camera after pulling off the Christmas episode, just as we're finishing up <laughs> recording the pecan beer episode. Once again, this Julia? Guy. No. <laughs> no, no, it was this guy. This guy right here, okay? And now I'm like, oh, she is going to strangle yes. me. <laughs> but she was very gracious. Julia is, Julia is very cool like that. Yeah, I'd imagine. <laughs> she was like, she's like, we'll just release it like this with the behind the scenes footage. And so eventually it'll come out on the Instagram in like pieces <laughs> as reels. And cause we did so much research. Julia had like two pages of research. Like it was so good, like on like processes and stuff. Yeah. And I was just, I was so mad. I wanted it to go well. And I just kind of, the vibes were not immaculate on my end (laughs) after that realization. And so, yeah, I, and then I was, I, I was kind of drunk kind of quickly. That's a, a, because you're uh, bearing the lead. You guys, you guys are on a beer drinking podcast. So. I mean, I thought that was a (laughs) sure. This all happened. (laughs) It could be wild. (laughs) <laughs> but no like i got drunk real quick yeah yeah part and and it was one of those just like the christmas one except i had actually slept the night before <laughs> i hadn't eaten i hadn't eaten all day and then one of the beers we're drinking is like a sneaky eight percenter yep and i'm like man and then i drank like three or four more beers and i'm just like i'm just off the rails and upset of course yeah just just a mess and was not bringing immaculate vibes (laughs) so part of my solution i need to create and then print out and hang up in the studio two 
memes. One is going to be a picture of Fat Joe, and it's going to say, Fat Joe says, turn the fucking mic on. Oh, my bad. You like? No, 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 Al. Not. Why Fat Joe? <laughs> because of the song, What's Love? The non-censored uh. version of that opens up with, turn the fucking mic on. Oh, okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's why I said Fat Joe says turn the fucking mic okay. on. <laughs> and the and the second one is going to be a picture of the memory card with the caption is it in yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and that should help. That should help me remember to set up the studio properly instead of being a dumbass. And it's funny. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's an immaculate way to start 2024. It, listen, it's an immaculate solution to a non-immaculate problem. There you go. <laughs> yes. Very See? much so. And a new year requires new and creative solutions <laughs> to bring those immaculate vibes. I'm getting sick of saying immaculate. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're like Tony Khan saying great all the time. <laughs> we got a great guy coming in. He's a great champion. Great. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> I promise you. No. Um, I have monopolized the absolute shit out of this beginning, and I have more to say. But I want to kick it to you guys. And, Ricky, I think you're going to be like, nope. But do you boys have any New Year's resolutions that you well, want to share with aside from podcast? <laughs> aside from, like, sleeping in on this meeting I had, I, I wanted to be more, uh, like, on point and, like, you know, um, I guess, like, be more committed to the stuff I want to do. But, you know, I guess you're sick the first week and you kind of fall asleep. And uh, not only did I miss a meeting, we kind of started the podcast a little late. So, uh, yeah, like uh, Brian said, immaculate way to start 2024. <laughs> Just couldn't have drawn it up any better. I was I was on doing mode. I was already working. You know, I went to work sick. You know, I'm like, well, we're just going to tough it out. Oh, man, you just spread I'm a man. that. That's what we do. You just spread I'm that. I'm a man. That That's what we do. We, we go. Yeah. Hey, you know. Everybody's going to get a cell gotta... phone and they're leaving with COVID. <laughs> Would you like COVID with your data plan? <laughs> hey, I can I can taste. <laughs> to the new so it's not COVID. Magenta Max 19. nuggets. <laughs> Had spicy nuggets in the morning, or you know, earlier for lunch. So you know, that was uh, they were all spicy. That I could new taste them all. Strain. You know, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Covid> <laughs> <magenta>. <laughs> that that's a pathogen, not pantone. You know, we we should not probably uh, name your employer so much, especially because we usually are not praising. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, it's just busting balls. But We're I mean, gonna hey. get ourselves sued and Alan fired. <laughs> hey, if they want to sponsor the podcast, you know they can. But and then we'll talk nicely about T-Mobile. <laughs> That's true. Sponsorship does have its privileges. Hey, this podcast is satire. Exactly. This podcast is satire and basically parody of like better podcasts. 
So <laughs> we're under podcasts, like under the <laughs> under the parody. <laughs> I don't we're, actually we're believe like, that, but I do believe that. Bitches. That is an argument that we could use under parody law. We are parody. I mean, Ricky, you don't go back and listen to the episodes, but you're pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're like the weird Al Yankovic's like fifth time removed cousin who's, you know, also musically inclined, but you know, just not there fully. <laughs> Both listeners that we have left at this point are like, okay. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. What am we've I got, doing with my life? We've got people evaluating life. I'll tell you what my right New now. Year's resolution is. Spending my time better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... Nothing like a little self-deprecation to kick off the new year. <laughs> we deprecated all over ourselves there. <laughs> Mess of deprecation. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so I think you know we're we're pretty deep in. If you had Brian saying that on your bingo card, there you go. Just hit that little stamp. <laughs> Let, let's 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 segue. As the Immaculate Vibes did continue on New Year's Day, as I'm sitting there watching game day, waiting to uh, go to work, because I had to do a little noon to six at work, I, um, The Rock comes on college game day and announces the city's and the teams for the UFL for all my curmudgeonly ranting. It must have worked. We got to the right ears because ladies we got and into the gentlemen, club. we're in the club now, guys. You know, last week we we're ranting about not being in the club. You know, now we're we're part of the club, man. We're you know they're hearing us. <laughs> the the UFL will in fact include your Houston Roughnecks. Undefeated. Undefeated. (laughs) Such a great. Still the champs. Still the champs. Such a great way to kick off the year to hear that, to find that out. Instant immaculate vibes. The Rock just brought it. Like so, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like you said, uh, the, the they announced the UFL, and I think it took a day or two for him to announce the teams or something. Yeah, because I, I started seeing the all these UFL things on social media, and like I just felt like, man, they're about to announce the gamblers. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, I just felt like a dreadful pit, like like building up in the center of my stomach. Like, ah, oh, man, they're it's about to become real. No more roughneck. I was like, I'm about to be Bryce lonely to... in the spring because Bry's gonna be golfing <laughs> instead of instead of going to football games. See and then Bryce sends out the bad the signal. <laughs> Bryce sends out the bad signal that the roughneck survive, and I'm like, oh, say it ain't so. And then yeah, like you said, uh, 
The Rock was on College Game Day announcing the the teams and the cities and all that stuff. And man, luckily we have our deposit already made, so you know, which is waiting on more news at this time. <laughs> yeah, like what stadium they're gonna play yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> As UH is undergoing re- renovation. That's pretty cool because, like, if you if you put out like a, I'd imagine if you put out like a poll between like the Roughnecks and the Gamblers fans. Like, the Roughnecks would have won over merely because the Roughnecks actually, like, played in Houston. You know, the Gamblers right. never played in Houston. So, like, we just never nope. gave a crap about them. <laughs> now, there, there yeah. is a bit of a compromise. We lost Wade Phillips. Mm-hmm. Him and his staff went to San Antonio for the Brahmas. Okay, okay. Now... That also means we lost that cocky little offensive coordinator who thought he was great until he faced a little bit of adversity and he was never the same after. Can we get Heinz Ward? <laughs> I I have a feeling he's going to the Steelers. Yeah, now. probably. <laughs> They're like, hey, you want to take our like quarterbacks coach or something or wide receivers? <laughs> like, come get these boys under control. Yeah. Get George Pickens. He can be so much better. <laughs> teach him teach him how to block. Yeah, on the runs. <laughs> by the by the way, um, just real quick on the Steelers, um that whole situation where uh George Pickens just elected not to block for Jalen Warren because he didn't want to end up like Tank Dell, which I get. Like, why was Tank Dell in the box (laughs) (laughs) on that play? Like, he was bound to get hurt. He's 45 pounds. (laughs) But Jalen Warren came out and said that that following week um, that he would have no problem blocking for the receivers. And then he put his money where his mouth is, or more appropriately, his face mask in the chest of a defender. And just trucked some dude on a jet sweep. He did, but like that, that, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that means not a goddamn thing because like everybody knows no, that like receivers no. are divas. Like receivers are not, the, yeah, like, they're no. not the, I'm yeah, just, they're not the put, put your helmet in someone's chest. And like, you know, no, that's really rare for receivers. Like they're out there to catch right. balls. Heinz Ward was yeah. like the only one, except Juju got into it yeah. too. Yeah, I mean he did. He did take down Vontas Perfect back in the day <laughs> <laughs> with a dirty ass. Bit, I'll admit it; it was dirty. <laughs> but no, I just, I just like talk about like you're talking about it during yeah. the week, and yeah, then you just least, do yeah, it. It's like, it, yeah. and he and he he nailed That's that awesome. dude. Like it was, it was good stuff. <laughs> You know, it was all over Steelers' Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say Steelers' Twitter, although it probably was. But you know, I, I I look at I look at Twitter like once a week. <laughs> You're about like most people now. <laughs> That's a yeah, right. Become a wasteland now. So, <laughs> so, um, we get into the weekend the football weekend and just immaculate vibes continue. You know, the right wins came about, at least for me, (laughs) you know, I managed to avoid last place in both fantasy leagues. (laughs) Second to last for the win. 
Are we huh? moving on to football just yet? We're not. Okay, because I was about I to say, there's a couple to of things that we at least have to say. Like, Monday, we have to address a couple of things from Saturday, I think. so. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, first off, on New Year's Day, I, this is a football thing. Um, Florida State got a big dose of shut the fuck Bro. up from Georgia. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I didn't get, like I was working, so I I didn't get to really watch, but um, I I caught a little piece of it, and it was like, it was out of control very early, and I'm like, yeah. um, yeah, no, Florida State should not have been in the playoffs. I told you from from everybody who was like, oh, Florida State deserves a sixty three to three, sixty largest. Largest deficit in bowl history. Insane. (laughs) Largest deficit in bowl history. You do understand that teams like Liberty end up in bowl games. Okay. Bro, do you know how many bowl games there are? Like, there's so So many games. And, like, this is a team that I had to listen to, like, all these commentators on ESPN talk about, like, how. Florida State got screwed over by not being put in the playoffs and oh they should have gotten in over Texas and all this other stuff. I'm like, go go play a decent game against Georgia. <laughs> yeah, right. Prove it. Prove it. So you don't even you have might to get the benefit Georgia. of the doubt. At least year. make it close. Like be within a touchdown yeah. or something. <laughs> Dude, no. Score a touchdown. Yes. Try that. Let's start with that. Oh this was like this was like how my high school football team would get beat sometimes back in the day like 63 listen i was i have been part of some 63 to like three i have been no i mean we at least scored touchdowns i don't know if we ever lost (laughs) i've been on the ass end of of a couple 42 to sevens but never a 63 to three i think maybe once i've been a part of that it's a humbling experience believe me yeah it is like yo we we need to practice (laughs) we we got a long way to go (laughs) we need to take all the creatives guys we need to start dosing like right now guys every meal scoop of creatine mix it in there mashed potatoes creatine wake up dosing and mimosas that's what you need to do dosing? <laughs> creatine mimosas oh. oh lord that sounds oh. so horrible oh man I, I don't know. I had like the the creatine I took back in the day. It was like terrible. Like it was, it was like supposed to be like fruit punch. Yeah, and it was just awful. <laughs> I never took creatine. I was all I was always all natural. I mean, creatine's natural. It is not. You just it's it's not. Can't, you just can't eat enough rare meat to get the creatine that you need to get those gains, brother. I mean, so so because you have to take creatine, it is by nature not natural. So, like, as in, like, not taking creatine. Listen, I will. We're not going to go deeper into this because I I literally can talk to you about this on a molecular level. <laughs> It was my Chem 2 project in high school was how does creatine work? 
I'm not shitting you. I know. I definitely believe you. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you probably know a little bit more about, about it than me. But, um, well, whether cre- creatine itself is natural, the process of human beings taking more creatine to boost themselves, taking extra, taking yeah. extra creatine is not natural. That's what I mean. My, my parents <laughs> couldn't afford the amount of steak that I would have needed. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's just shaking his head over there, like these stupid football yeah, my, players. Yeah, my brain's just like, boof. I'm just like just barely surviving here. Well, I'm six feet from the edge and I'm singing. You sing the same song every week. <laughs> oh, okay. He's always That's a pretty good song. From the edge. <laughs> Somebody go oh, do a mental uh, uh, a welfare check on Al one of these days. <laughs> I mean, we're I literally looking at like you, so I feel okay. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, you know, right now that I was like knocked out, I just wake up and it's like, Brian, hey, what the fuck's going on? It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, hey. Uh, I just fell asleep. My bad. <laughs> I would like the record to show for the defense of immaculate vibes. Alan's message was, I'm awake. I was like, all right, let's go. And then he's like, yeah, I slept through the soccer meeting. And my response was, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just up over maintaining here maintaining vibes. I'm up over here assuming that the soccer meeting went like hella late. <laughs> right? I'm like, did they have this meeting at like a strip club and they're just like Yeah, they're just chilling. Drunk and they're putting some girls through med school like, or what? They're playing a soccer game. No. Okay. You were you were playing the game. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I just I need another recovery day. Yeah. So good thing I'm off tomorrow. So you know, so much nonsense. But what day was World's End? Uh, Saturday. Oh, it was Saturday. It was the thirty. Saturday. Okay. So I was trying to do things in chronological order, but obviously I didn't pull it off. <laughs> um. So we're just gonna be scattered around the timeline here. <laughs> um. World's End on Saturday. I didn't watch it. I'm assuming you guys did. I did. I did. I saw what I thought was the single most important thing out of that. Ah. And that was a new AEW World Champion. Yeah. Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> Hell yes, love it! Finally, oh, oh not not some uh, not garbage man, not some stocking boy who's gonna fill in your bags. Now it's like, you know, the guy making your burger. Now he's the champ. Both of Are them. Are you calling Samoa Joe, Joe the guy who makes your burger? No, no, I, no, no, no. It's just, it's just like that's what it the feels like that's Elliot what the brothers say, you know. Goldberg it's like all the Adam, time. that's what they say about Adam Cole, you know. So it's like now that's what they're gonna say about Samoa Joe. It's like, yeah, you want that burger boy getting getting the title. So it's like I feel, <laughs> you know, 
I'm just Brian's like, look at Alan backpedaling, but it's like, hey, you know, I'm just busting balls here. Backstroke. But I, I mean, I love Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's, I, I think he's, he's, he's a good representation for a world champion, in my opinion. So, okay. oh, yeah, no, like you said, he's gonna, he's gonna bring it to him, and if you want to talk beef, uh, beef on Twitter, you can beef it up in the <laughs> ring, baby. That's what so I I'd like. love to get on this just a little bit. Uh, so I love that Samoa Joe's the champion. Have no issue with that. My issue with the main event, holy shit, Tony Khan. Like, what the fuck? Holy okay. <laughs> Holy shit, TK. Okay, so <laughs> they run this entire goddamn devil storyline for like three or four months uh-huh. to conclude at World's uh-huh. End from that, that ends MJF's 400-day AEW World Championship reign, and you don't even use the storyline to take the belt away from MJF. Like, why not use the storyline? Like, what would have been stronger than for Adam Cole to, like, like really screw over, like, to hit MJF? Oh, like, okay. I get what what you're saying. saying. So, like... Yeah, like so, him costing physically, him physically yes. the match, like actually being like yes. low blow something or something, or like nature. the ring, like whenever he's getting the ring and he's like, "Oh, I found it," but then sucker punches, yes. you know, MJF Whoa, with the ring, perfect. and then it's like, boom, and then gets him in the chokehold. Choke okay, oh, dude. And it's like, well, he's already hit with the ring, so he, yeah, it's easier to knock him out. I get you. Okay, we're cooking. That's we're cooking. What I'm hey, talking about there. you know what? AW Creative hit us up. I am going to defend Tony Khan on this, though. From what I, like okay. I said, I read the finish, and I'm hearing you guys talk about yeah. it. The distraction finish allows Joe to look stronger. If MJF takes a crutch to the head or the, the ring to the face, and then Joe beats him, that weakens yeah. Joe right off the bat oh, on oh, his championship. I, I 100% ring. agree with you. The issue is mm-hmm. that you have spent a great deal of time on this devil storyline yeah. to not like Whoa. have that end the longest AEW championship reign ever. Like it just like ultimately it's not a big deal, but it's just like Bro, like, I don't know. That was a that was such a shitty way to end that to me. Like, it was such so, a dumb ending to the double storyline. Okay, yeah, I I feel you. I feel you. But hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. Obviously, the story went a little stale because we all thought that Adam Cole's injury might have been a little fake or whatever. But if it's real, that's why it's like Adam Cole had to come out after Samojo and MJF just to be ringside. So that way it's not a run in with the devil's mask or whatever. And then it's revealed that he's the devil. Um, same thing with like, maybe that's why he didn't like really attack him um, because he didn't even do an attack during the, the post match. It was, <laughs> it was all the devil's henchmen. It was Roderick strong Wardlow and, and the, the kingdom, which I mean, honestly, if if you haven't been paying attention, like it's it's a really crazy like obviously it's been a two three month storyline, but since the friendship started of MJF and Adam Cole, they're like, yeah, we're gonna screw him over. Like he doesn't he doesn't watch the tapes back or whatever. He's not gonna watch this. He's not even gonna know. But 
I really like the Roderick Strong aspect of it because MJF was like really degrading towards him. And then he just called him generic white wrestler yeah. number three. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So like Roderick Strong Hold on. took these That's last not months. inaccurate. It's, it's not. It's not. That, I, I, I mean, hey, he's, he's not, not wrong. Like, I, he's not I think wrong, Roderick but... Strong is a bit of a like sort of indie wrestling legend, but MJF is very accurate with what he kind of said. He's, he's yeah. accurate and he's not. It's like, it's, all right, just another good wrestler. And, and what? <laughs> but it was funny as hell. <laughs> but, I mean, the last three months, you know, it's it's been the whole neck strong, yeah. you know, the 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 quips at, at uh, Roger Strong's house. Yeah. So, like, Adam! Or, like, Renee! So like, you know, and, like, and like so one of the biggest done. things is I, I, I saw this video yeah. Where it's like all the little clues, and obviously the biggest clue was like whenever MJF and Adam Cole were hanging out in their locker room, the devil mask was in Adam Cole's side of the locker. But um, whenever uh, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole were talking through like a TV one of these weeks ago, um, he was saying that he promises MJF as the devil, but if taken out of context, he actually points at Adam Cole and says, I swear on my life, he is the devil. And he points yeah. at Adam Cole. Yeah. So oh, it was like, mm, no, like a lot of, okay. that's why, that's why I was so mad at the ending. Cause a lot of aspects, I thought that they did pretty well with it. The only thing that sucked about the story is that mm-hmm. MJF is like, he's a scumbag. He's a, he's an asshole. So he doesn't have any other friends. So yeah, like, so it it's, it's fitting that Adam everybody, it, everybody he loves or everything he yeah, loves no, turns on no him. Like the, him. the tag team yeah, titles, well, you know? he's a dickhead. Fuck it. Fuck it, JF. He deserves to get screwed over. <laughs> you know? Just because you've turned a new leaf doesn't mean that, like, all your other times that you screwed people over and talked shit to other people, that just goes away or something like that. I feel like, Ricky, you hey, really just shit on the first what half about of the guys he murdered? <laughs> What matters? <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, you're not a dickhead, Brian. You were just in bad vibes. You're not an asshole. We all root for you. You know, like you haven't screwed people over. Like, you know. So, <laughs> but it can only be Adam Cole. Yeah, the like big it would reveal... only make sense for the devil to be Adam Cole because Adam Cole is MJF's only friend. Like, like who else would it be logically? Yeah. So. So that part I was cool with, but plus, like, <laughs> I, I'm not mad that uh, Samoa Joe gets the belt, and like Brian said, he got it clean. He got it as clean as he could. He didn't cheat. MJF is the one who tackled the ref. Um, but it it links back to this promo that Joe did, like I think it was like five months ago, before he relinquished the ROH title, the World Heavyweight title, title, where he's like, he you know, a focus. Yeah. Um, a focused Samoa Joe is a dangerous Samoa Joe, and, and he promises to be focused on his quest for this belt. And that's whenever he gave up the belt. And honestly, it was like a promo that you kind of, it's obscure. You don't really pay attention to it, but he was in a business suit. So I'm assuming that's whenever he made the deal with Adam oh, Cole. Like, you know, if I can't get it done myself, I'll join you and yeah, we'll get him done. That's a good one. You yeah, know, it's a good callback. But I loved all the memes where it's like, this guy does, it's like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, it was like, uh, you know how Adam Cole is into gaming and all that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was, a, 
there was a meme it was like Dragon Ball C, that shit's for nerds. And then Adam Cole's like texting Wardlow, we gotta kill him now. <laughs> Back when he used to talk shit about like them being like Adam Cole wanting him to play video games, and MJF was like, No, that's for nerds. <laughs> that's when Adam Cole's at the plan. He was yeah. like, Screw you. <laughs> Got to get that power level over nine. The other thing I want to talk about, the other thing, <laughs> if we're done talking about this, but the other, the only other thing I want to mention from World's End, it was, it was a solid, it was a fine show. It was okay. It was solid. But the only other thing I want to mm-hmm. mention is Edge and Christian. Holy shit. That was such a good matchup, Ooh. man. They had such a really good matchup. Thank you for using yeah. your proper names, by the way. <laughs> well, Adam Copeland, I guess. Hey, for, for copyright reasons, I think Adam Copeland is more appropriate. Hey, I ain't but, part you know, AEW. They're not going to come find AEW, us. So I, I can call him Edge. I'm good. <laughs> Miro is still Rusev to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they, that, they had a really good matchup. Uh, the post deal was kind of wonky with, you know, Luchasaurus cashing in the little thing that he just won earlier in the night, which like everybody knew was, yeah. it was like, as soon as that happened, like I saw comments on a, cause I, that was on the YouTube uh, zero hour. So you saw comments on the side where it was like, Oh, so edge wins the belt tonight. And then Luchasaurus cashes in right after. So like everybody. Kind of I, knew. So here's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was thinking Luchasaurus comes out, helps Christian challenges christian for the belt i see that's that's the only thing that, that, that would have been a pretty good because story. you expect luchasaurus at some point to like turn on christian you know to like grow some balls and just stand up yeah. for christian but he didn't do it that night so that's that's why i wasn't so down on it even though i thought it was predictable a little bit but like you know you know yeah, yeah. i mean so, so something that I also I know that 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 was also a good match, but it kind of sucks that uh, the the table spot was a little bit of a botch. Nick Wayne unfortunately got power bombed all the way to the floor, hit no flaming table. But you know, it, wasn't it is what it is. You know, sometimes the goats just can't get it. By the way, flaming tables. What what is this? Like, is this just is AEW just all hardcore now? Well, you use that for the most hardcore. No, no so this was yeah, no this was match. this was also a callback to the WrestleMania matchup with Edge and uh, McFoley because Edge wore the um, clothes out there the the same attire that he wore to in the McFoley WrestleMania match where he does the spear through the flaming table mm-hmm. in a WWE matchup, which was insane. You know, like that, you can see it happening in AEW. does not happen in WWE. They just don't do flaming table spots. But he, you can see, like, he was trying to do a spear. I think because Edge was in the ring, and it looked like he was going to do the spear on Nick Wayne through the table. But the table, uh, uh, they, they lit up the table, and then it went out. So the fire went out the first time. So Edge had to go out there and throw like a whole thing of lighter fluid. Like he's just out there forever. Like like if you ever saw that, if you ever saw that Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson's out there cooking and he throws all the lighter fluid out there and then he lights it up and then like it it lights like the entire city on fire. <laughs> If you've ever seen me and my buddies up at my friend's cabin <laughs> trying to light anything. He put the entire <laughs> thing alight. And then he tries to the power bomb Nick Wayne, which I saw. I was like, I was like, oh, he's not in the right 
angle for this. So he just kind of caught the back of his, he just kind of caught his back and it didn't break the table, but it it was still, it looked painful. It still looked painful for Nick Wayne. But, uh, still a spear <laughs> through a table or into a table that's on yeah, fire. Yeah. That would, that would have been, that would have been crazy. But he tried to go for the uh, power bomb or whatever, but caught like his lower back and didn't quite get him through the table. It's like the back hit his table and the table I, fell over. I feel like that's worse. But, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, it's, I think it's, it's worse when you don't go through the table. It was worse. <laughs> but yeah, that, like if you go through the table, the table breath. breaks your fall. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't go through the table, the table is your fall. <laughs> I mean that that was the only real thing ca- coming out of the event. The other thing was like um, Andrade losing to Miro, and the rumors are that Andrade is going back to WWE and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, and a loser leaves AEW match to <laughs> WWE NXT. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think Andrade could do well back in WWE. I think. I mean, what as a U.S. champion against Logan Paul? Let's be real here. As I'd an NXT that. champion, like against Bla- against Dragonov, like maybe that'd be a lot better. But I'd watch Andrade Logan versus Logan Paul. Hell yeah, yeah I'd watch that. Every I mean, what's day. he doing in AEW? He's, he's right. only he could just have matches. In I mean, yeah, aside from <laughs> nothing, <laughs> that is true, right? Does. Aside from nothing, <laughs> and he can be he can get on the same schedule as Charlotte. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. Like, just like that's why I knew he was, eventually Malachi Black is going to end up back in he WWE. One hundred percent going back to WWE because yeah. Zelina's there. Yep. Also, they're not using him. Well. Yeah, like Charlotte's injured right now, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to sign and be you know to a brand right now. He can just take some time off, you know, help her out, and then you know once you both are good to go, maybe both come in at a not me uh Royal Rumble, but you know so, somewhere. You know what. Maybe they come in on a revived mixed match challenge. No. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if I like those two together necessarily on screen. Like, it's kind of like Becky. And- I mean, they don't care. He put a ring on. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about your opinion. No, that's Ricky. very fair. That's very fair. It's just, it's just sometimes like people match up great, like off camera and they don't match up great on camera. Like Becky and Seth were kind of wonky on yeah. camera. Also, like Charlotte and- Andrade will probably be on WWE programming before Charlotte. Charlotte didn't. She, she tore ACL, so she ain't gonna be back until yeah. like SummerSlam yeah. next year at the earliest. Or right. Something. So, <laughs> and which, which I'm okay with. Definitely, yes, she needs some time off. Definitely another yes. match that that was like worth watching it during that pay per view was the John Moxley Eddie Kingston matchup. Just for for the ending of the, of the Continental Classic tournament, the new Triple Crown yeah. champion. Um, first of all, invalid. It invalidated it. Well, yeah, it's it's really weird because the the New Japan portion of it, you know, it's not part of AEW, but it validated Eddie Kingston. You know, this whole tournament tournament was like. You you were thinking it was going to be built around Daniel Bryan because he's the New Japan guy, all this stuff. But Eddie Kingston, you know, he said he was going to put the belts on the line. He goes down 0-3, and you're thinking, man, what a what a joke. You know, this guy really just not only buried himself into a hole, but, you know, you worked so hard to get these belts, and you just, 
you're one one loss away from being mathematically eliminated, you know. But then comes the comeback. He he never beat Claudio uh, Castagnoli, right? Oh, I was gonna say Claudio, Claudio Cesaro, Castagnoli. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had never beaten Cesaro before, and then he finally caught a dub against him, and then he hadn't beaten um, Daniel Bryan, and that was also a good match. And man, this last match against Moxley, it was hard hitting. Um, the the part that got me was whenever um, Eddie Kingston was like, "You want a hundred percent, motherfucker!" Like whenever he said that line in the corner, and he just started slapping the shit out of Mox. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Because like obviously Mox is is one of those guys who would he he'll do this in a match where he's like, "I'm not selling," or like, "I don't give a fuck at what you're doing to me," or anything like that, and I'm just gonna jump out of this move and I'm gonna hit you with my finish and that's it, brother. <laughs> but it it was it, I mean and obviously Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are really good friends so they were gonna have the best match possible but man fifteen minutes twenty minutes into that match you want a hundred percent motherfucker let's go slap fest of the century you know to start twenty twenty four um but was it immaculate man, I, I love that match it was immaculate it was immaculate I, I I watched it back and with a tear in my eye. I swear this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> it was a pretty good matchup. The crowd <laughs> was the crowd was largely dead for it, but that was because it came right after Adam Copeland and Christian. And it was also like three hours into yeah. the main card of the pay-per-view, four hours into the pay-per-view as a whole. So Which we're approaching in this. Yes, podcast. we are. <laughs> it was a really good matchup. It made me um my moment of the matchup was after the matchup when they embraced because Mox knew that like he was giving Eddie a moment, you know, in New York, given the king, yeah. the quote unquote king of the bums, a moment in New York and stuff like that. It was just, it was, it was good stuff. Uh, I I love that matchup too. Really cool. <clears throat> I don't remember if we ever really got like a. Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit matchup where it was like a nice classic, just like no, not just hear me out. Where it was just like both of them like going at it's just like and a technical aspect, matchup. you know? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it'd be a really killer matchup, you know, both good technical guys. But I I I was like, man, this feels like a nice uh WrestleMania 20 moment, you know, right here, both best friends yeah. just hugging it out. That that matchup would have had but, a stranglehold yeah. on the offense. Uh, on the audience for sure <laughs> it would have it would have you would have had a tight grip around everybody for sure they would have felt the heat all right so to push this okay. thing ahead a of bit. all of all the things that we have said on this podcast that might be what gets us canceled <laughs> so to, wow. so to push us forward a little bit more because we are getting deep in this something we do. Uh, speaking of some bitch, uh, we gotta. We do have to mention one thing from Monday night. Uh, a massive. A some bitch got turned a sideways. Huge thing from Monday night. <laughs> so uh, there were rumors all week that like a former WWE champion would be at uh, Monday Night Raw on Monday night. Thought that it would be like Andrade. Andrade. It's got to no, be Andrade. I think it'd just be like know? Batista or Stone Cold or something for like an appearance. You know, just show up and say something. Maybe give somebody a stunner or something like that. You know, but I thought maybe we were just getting Cena again. Well, we had we had already gotten Cena, so I didn't... we just had yeah. Cena, but like you did. Hey, we caught another break. <laughs> he had five minutes. So apparently, that's all he needs to to 
take a we, break and do I assume Cena's going to be back. He's going to be back for Solo at some point, I, I would imagine. Cena's going to come back to get his revenge on Solo at some point. But, um, yeah, so Jinder Mahal came out. We end up getting the and former WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. Listen, the epitome of and the crowd goes wild. wild. Bro, <laughs> that's like, why when that happened, you could like, have heard, you could have heard a whisper yeah, in that I arena not, when Jinder Mahal was. Announced. I had no idea what was going on. I'm I'm having flashbacks to like Vince McMahon's WWE when Vince would do <laughs> stuff like this just to troll the crowd, just to troll just the to fans, cr- yeah. troll the hell out of the crowd. <laughs> hey, it's a WWE champion. So you know, I you got what you paid Technically for. Technically correct. You paid for a champion. He was right. He's a champion. Were, that's why I was like, I was like, I don't know. They were right. You guys, you guys built this up into something that maybe it wasn't. And Jinder comes out there and cuts a pretty great promo. I thought honestly, I enjoyed the promo. He's like, he was like, you guys are divided as a nation. America is a joke. <laughs> he, was, he was just going in. <laughs> I was like, like, who does he think he is? The Iron <laughs> I was like, what is this? New Year's? I was like, is this New Year's Day or Fourth of July? What the hell is going on here? And so, like, Jinder just comes out there. New Year's Day of 1980. And I was just confused because, but but I assumed something was going to happen because, like, if Jinder was going to come out there, I'd imagine he'd come out there with, like, Indy Sheer. This was actually, you know, he would come out there with the two right. people. The, you know, the guys he managed. Yes. So Jinder comes out there and starts cutting down the people for a while. And then the people's champ, The Rock. Oh, my God. Anytime. If you smell. What the Rock. Anytime The Rock is on college game day, like, we just got to keep it out. You just assume. Just, just assume he's going to be on the next episode of There's WWE. There's a good chance he's going to be because, out here. I'm just saying. <laughs> which is. Oh, I just realized. Game day was in L.A. and Raw was in is was in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and he yeah. was in town. He was, he was around there. And speaking of the Rock being in town, Ricky, would you like to continue? I would love to continue. So the Rock, the Rock uh, goes on with gender for a while. The Rock gets. Uh, was a really patriotic back and forth which was super weird but fine i guess you know it's like the rock has turned into like hulk hogan or lex luger now so i guess that's fine or hacksaw jim duggan or something i'm not sure but like he's you know you you talk down on the people wherever the people are then the rock is you know like a magical a uh, patriotic jangoistic fairy he's gonna come out of nowhere and like yo lay the smack down on somebody he lays the smack down on jinder mahal he hits him with a i think he hit him with a just a spine buster and a rock on the people's yeah, elbow spine buster it was and a, a, it was a elbow. slow looking people's elbow but um you know it was a, it was it was it was a fifty year old people's elbow. I would I would definitely say it was a fifty year old. Yeah, elbow. yeah, yeah. It was still good looking people's elbow, but just didn't have the same speed as it used to. But you know, it's a little bit less zip. Yeah, it, it didn't have the know? same zip to it. So the Rock does that. I'm like, okay, we got this great Rock appearance. Rock jumps back on the mic and starts talking about gonna go get some food later on the night. I'm confused as all hell. I should have known what's going on. But I'm like, 
what the right. hell is he talking about? So, it's like, where should I sit? Where should I sit? Should I sit in a chair? Should I sit in a booth? Should I sit at the bar? And then once he, once he said All the, the first thing, the bar. I was like, okay, oh shit. And then he says, or should I sit at the head of the table? Holy yes. shit. That's exactly what I sent to you guys and got zero response. Because I didn't watch it yet. Guys- I hadn't watched it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm behind on all this. You you forget, like, I watch all this, like, after after the fact, man. So, <laughs> I'm like, how can I, like, how can I, Alan was probably asleep, you know, he slept. Now, I said, I slept. Actually, yeah, I was, I was trying to watch it. I was trying to watch it yesterday, but I was, uh. Uh, passed out for like two hours of it. I woke up to to my mother giving me some nice Nyquil and stuff. I was like, okay, Ooh, Nyquil nice. while you're very sleeping, nice. or whatever it was, like cough medicine, A syringe, just but just put it up in there. <laughs> hey, just you know, sometimes being Danny DeVito pays off. So it seems that the uh, long like rumors that we've had for like years oh upon God. years upon years upon years is at least a, we've been begging for is at least a tentative plan so it seems that they're working towards the rock and roman reigns at some point like when's it gonna happen you'd assume wrestlemania i'd assume wrestlemania some people are questioning whether it would happen at elimination chamber i think it's kind of dumb it would it would so I don't think it would be that. I agree, but apparently the city of Perth, as part of their bid, asked for the rock. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> it it allows, doing it at Elimination Chamber allows them to do Roman and Rock. And then to do Roman and Cody. And allows Cody to finish the story. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't love it because Cody finishing the story this year at WrestleMania requires another Royal Rumble win. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Or a chamber win. And whoever wins the Rumble goes after Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like it seems like they're going towards CM Punk for Seth. So it seems like they're running towards those two dudes. One of the one of the ideas that somebody put out there that I kinda like is like you do Cody I don't I don't know how this works for Cody's story, like the way that everybody's built up his story. But I kind of love that seeing that's why I love that CM Punk has come around and like, hey, I got a story too. You know what I'm saying? You ain't the only jackass around here with an idea of winning a championship at WrestleMania. That's like literally what every Drew McIntyre's like, fan, I'd like a word. Every, yes, that is literally why <laughs> CM Punk left WWE because he was pissed off about not being able to headline WrestleMania because of The Rock. Back then, The Rock made a return back 10 years ago. That's literally why CM Punk was pissed off. So like, so, like, you know, if Cody doesn't finish his story in the way that he doesn't like to, boo-hoo, who gives a shit? If you win the championship, you got it. Not everybody gets to hold the championship. But one of the ideas that I love out there... Well, like... Go ahead. Go ahead, Ellen. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, um, I was going to throw I was gonna throw my little scenario in there, and I'll let you run. So, I feel like if you do The Rock Roman at WrestleMania 40... You can run Roman all the way up to WrestleMania 41. It would be risky, but it would get Roman all the way closer to Hulk Hogan, which I feel like that's what they want. Um, but, I mean, 
I'll let you take over though. No, I agree with you on that. Like I, I think that's that those are the rumors recently that that it seems like um not even seems like those are just kind of rumors that are out there that like they want Roman Reigns to uh ultimately get Hulk Hogan's reign and so that would that would require him holding the belt and dragging out the bloodline story for another year and a half. So I mean, can you do that with the same steam and everything? I I guess you can. So one of the ideas that I love is that you do Cody and Roman at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Cody ends up winning the belt there, and then you do Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania. Because you, yeah, you don't you need, don't need the, the title for the head of the table. You don't need the championship for the Roman and I The agree. Rock. It's just Roman and The Rock. So it's like that's the head of the table it's for control of the yes, bloodline. It's, it's literally like two of the greatest superstars of, of all time, like going against each other. You don't need that. So. You don't need a belt on that. So I, I kind of love that idea, personally. And in all reality, do you think that this is where Roman retires The Rock? Officially? I think so. Like, I would, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you ever what else can officially retire, but like, you know, you could, because you could always leave the Not everybody's Ric Flair. No, I know. I know. I know, no, I but, so. but some people, but I think like, <laughs> but the rock has talked about the rock, choked myself up <laughs> thinking about Rick the rock is the rock himself has talked about like the the response that you get from the wwe universe is like nothing else that you get like in any other form because like if you do a movie like you you tape a movie for like a few months and like it doesn't come out till like a year after so you don't know how that's gonna like WWE, yeah. like that's such an immediate call and response from the crowd. So it's yep. it's there's nothing else like that. So I don't know if he would officially want to put that down, but I think him having a matchup against Roman could be like, yo, if this is my last matchup, I'm proud that this was it. You know, that's something that you can I think he could on. he could retire from actually mm-hmm. having matches. Not like he has that many anyway. Um. You know, I think he could come out and do promos and, you know, rock bottom somebody, drop a people's elbow and leave. He could. Yeah. He, I mean, because that's what he does most of the time. Yeah. Because yeah. he wouldn't, but you, I don't know that you just, because he's only, he is 50, but, you know, I don't know. Like Stone Cold just had a matchup and, like, he's had serious neck stuff. Like, you can, Rick Flair had a matchup like last year i think it was <laughs> and he was like a corpse yeah. like five days previous. Like 70. sting sting is about to retire and he's like 64 so like the rock still yeah. in theory has about 10 more years like i don't know if, i mean i mean i don't know that he would want to i don't know that he would want to wrestle again i agree with you but still you might still want to just leave the door open just just be like but let's be real. Go out there. This is what I say. Go out there, wrestle the matchup. If it's your last, then it's your last. You know, you don't officially have to put a retirement thing on it. You can always save that till like a later date, you know. I mean, I mean, Ric Flair technically has retired like 10 yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to? Shawn Michaels retired him 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like Shawn Michaels <laughs> is the only dude who's like, yo, I'm retired. I'm done. Like, he didn't he did even. One, he took one a more time. Yeah, he did have that tag match. He did have that tag match. That that's right. He did have that one tag he, match. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction for the Saudis. <laughs> Bro, that was a. Like, I wish that I had the kind of money 
that could pull the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels both out of retirement. That one was in no, that one was in uh, Australia. I think. I think that one was another Australia. No, it was a Saudi was match. Yeah, Australia doesn't have that kind of money. They've had only no, the Australia's Saudis have big that events. Money. They've they've had like a couple of yeah, yeah, of yeah. Those they've, big events. they've had big events. Yeah. They've had big events, yeah. but yeah, no, they don't. They don't have pull Shawn Michaels out of retirement <laughs> money. Come on now. Now, what's funny is somebody's going to fact check this, and I'll be completely wrong. <laughs> and and then so so they could always just do the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania, and Cody just has to stay on the back burner. And like there have been so many jokes this, today about like Cody coming out there, like CM Punk and dropping a pipe bomb, and Cody going back to AEW and all this other stuff. Cody ain't going back to AEW. Cody likes where no. Cody loves where he is in WWE. Cody just yes. signed a huge contract, massive contract. I guarantee you, they paid him a boatload of fucking money. So like, boatload he ain't going anywhere. Cody will sit on the back burner because like the Rock and Roman. It was like whenever they, when, he's gonna. My same argument. Him. Whenever CM, bro, I love CM Punk, and I felt bad for CM Punk too. But like, if you can do the Rock and John Cena. You do the Rock and John Cena. I am sorry. Yes, you just gotta sit back and like we'll catch you next year, bro. <laughs> that's that's just how right. this goes. <laughs> I mean, Fact. if you could do the Rock and Cody, Rock and uh, Roman, you do Rock and Roman, and you know Cody will get his at uh, SummerSlam or next year's absolutely. Year, so. But let's get to some and like you NFL said, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> we we are so damn deep, bro. In it. Holy crap! <laughs> like. It's it's a problem. Yes. Um, uh, I swear to God, I was gonna give us a pod resolution to not do two hour shows, yeah. <laughs> but here we are, <laughs> an hour and a half in, and picks. To hey, do it's a yet. gradual process. It's a gradual process. You know? It is a process. I'm sure nobody. I'm Just, sure a bunch of people have skipped out on going to the gym this week as well. I was pondering going to Planet Fitness tomorrow since I'm yeah. off. And I'm like, nah. Uh, you know, I actually don't feel like it. <laughs> nah. I got dumbbells at the house. Jesus. Um I did I did play some disc golf last week for the first time in a long time. I saw that. That's good. Met up met up with some really good dudes who I want to shout out right here. <laughs> UFO disc golf. Oh wow! Okay, they uh, they followed uh, Drinkadina Beer Show on Instagram. So, um, I don't have their at right with me, but I will uh, try and have that for next time. But they do a lot of stuff. You know, apparently they're they're really good. There was one guy he threw a disc, and I'm pretty sure I was at my disc till his came down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, that's what. But they changed up that little course in Deer Park. That's what keeps me from going out there. They cut out all the That's trees. what keeps me from going out there as much because like I'm I'm I I like playing disc golf, but uh I'm not the greatest disc golf player because I just don't play as consistently. And then you get out there and you see someone's disc just fly way past you and you're like, Oh my god, what am I doing out here? <laughs> well, when we had our outing, the whole bunch of us, and we're sitting there and we're filming us playing. And the guys behind us, the one guy throws, I don't know, it was like a 350, 400 foot yeah. hole, and he bounces it off the freaking basket while we're halfway down, like, 
on like our third shot. Yes, that's like, who I am. Man, like I can maybe get it like two hundred maybe feet or something. But I'm like, yo, I don't know. <laughs> These the 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 guys kept telling me every shot. They're like, oh, yep, hey, that's safe. I'm like, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's the best I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some old man disc golf. <laughs> Might be short, but it's straight down the middle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, before we get into picks, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, Carolina Panthers owner had a, a bit of a bit of a tough one. Had to open up the old wallet. Um. His name, let me look it up again here. David Tepper, oh, yeah. who was worth <laughs> who was worth twenty billion dollars with a B. With a B. He got busted throwing a drink on a Jags fan during the game. <laughs> and the NFL fined him Three hundred thousand dollars. Most of the now, time, most of the time, I'm a very, uh, I'm, I'm a bit leftist, so I'm quite the eat the rich type of individual. But like, yo, I found this story so hilarious. Like, if I, I salute you, Mister Tepper. <laughs> I can only imagine how obnoxious some of those fans get sometimes, and like, they just get there and like they, they feel that they can do whatever they want to and say whatever they want to, and like. Hey, I am very pro throwing a drink on a fan sometimes. You know? so. Okay, hold on. I'm going to bring you back to eat the rich yeah. because somebody did the math. <laughs> 300000 to somebody who is worth $20.6 billion yep. <laughs> is the same as finding somebody making 50000 a year 75 cents. Yes. This is why I say eat the rich. <laughs> that's that's why I say I told you I was gonna bring you right and back. I, and I don't hate the rich. I'm just saying you just gotta cap wealth. You just gotta cap wealth. Like ten billion dollars. That, that's oh, all shit. you need. Come on. Like what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Welcome to Progressive Hour on PBS. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's simple math. <laughs> it's simple math, man. I don't want to. I legitimately don't want to. I want you to be able to make all the money that you can, but math doesn't work out. Listen, I just want to win that Powerball. <laughs> then we then we can release four episodes a week. <laughs> be our jobs, boys. <laughs> so I just wanted to hit that before we got into the picks. And um, so let's get into it. So the NFL schedule got real Wonky. weird real quick here as we got to the end. Yeah. Um, we picked uh, six games this past week. We're only picking four for week 18 because of the weird schedule. No Monday night football game last week. No Monday yep. night. No Thursday night. Oh, we do We do have like, to, I guess, shout out um, Washington beat Texas. So they're going to the national championship. And um uh, yeah. yeah, and Michigan, Michigan took, down, took Bama. down Bama. Really, really good game between so, Michigan and Bama. I saw that one. So, <laughs> yeah, um, 
Yeah, we've got a national championship straight out of like 1992. Yeah. <laughs> like Washington, like that feels Washington like is so maybe wonky. maybe 95. Washington is so wonky to be in the in the championship game. I'm like, what? What? Okay. Like when Washington and Michigan were both good, I was in high school. <laughs> Uh, like Desmond Howard was playing. Now he's been on game day for like 10 years. <laughs> Just saying is all. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So let's get into these games. So last week, six games, and we started it off with the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets at the Cleveland Brown Eyes. <laughs> We all picked the Browns, and we were smart. Flacco round and find out. By the way, most clever piece of football merch I've ever seen out of a Cleveland fan. Flacco round and find find out. out. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That is good. We all picked the Browns, and we were right. The Browns took them down, 37 to 20. Browns are going to the playoffs. They're 11 and (laughs) 5. Bro, that's hilarious. Which, if you would have said eleven and five with Watson, you would have been like, "All right, good comeback year." Yeah. You know, if you would have said for the Watson camp, if you would have said at the beginning of the season the Browns are going to start three quarterbacks. One will be a rookie. One will be PJ Walker, and the fourth one will be Joe freaking Flacco. <laughs> the win projection would been four. <laughs> yeah, five, maybe six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I hate to give credit, but I have to give credit. The Browns have uh, put together a pretty good a solid squad, a great they... defense. Like, yeah. yo, Amari Cooper comes up big. Yeah. He didn't even play this past week. No, he was out. He was wild. <laughs> so, yeah, after putting up 40 points against the Texans, you kind of need an off week. You're just like, you know what? I'm not needed this week. I think Njoku's <laughs> got me. No, not even just that. They also lost Nick Chubb, their starting all-star running back in the year. Yeah, Kareem Hunt comes yes. back. So I thought he'd be much more effective, by the way, since he already knew the system and such and was part of that one-two punch. <laughs> but moving on to our next game, this is one where apparently I should have been right. As there was some atrocious officiating, but... There was some bad coaching the, at the end of it, I think. Some crazy coaching. <laughs> um, but, like, I didn't get to watch any football this weekend. Oh, I watched this game, um, yeah. I watched this game in, like, half of the I figured red you might. Zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Cowboys hold off the Lions on, what, four two-point conversion tries? Yeah, that was so crazy. Like, the Lions go for it on four down... More than any other team, they went for it. It it bit them in the ass at the very end of the game. So it wasn't for four down, but they had scored the touchdown. And if you keep the extra yeah. point, you take it into overtime. You tie you it. T- you tie it and take it in overtime, which maybe you don't want to do that. So the the Lions, the Lions decide to go for it. And then there's a penalty because they throw it to the receipt. They throw it to the wrong guy or something like that. They throw it to an ineligible receiver. They oh Jesus. yeah. So they so they brought in the, the the offensive lineman, the extra offensive lineman. One of the offensive linemen declared, but there were two of them. 
One of only one of them declared as a receiver. The one who caught it did not declare as a receiver. So they end up having. They ended up having a yeah. It was just it was insane, bro. So like I understand going for the two point conversion at first, but once it fucks up the first time and they push you back, go ahead and kick the ball. You know what I'm saying? You've lost all momentum. Because you had the momentum the first time, so right. go ahead and go for the two point yeah. conversion. Makes sense. Once he push God you back, damn it, random offensive lineman from the Detroit <laughs> Lions. You understand if you would have declared, then I would have beat Ricky in the picks. I'm a Cowboys fan, but the Lions should have won this game. The Lions, by all rights, should have won this game. <laughs> uh, but also, how does Dan Campbell walk around with balls like bro? That? It's crazy. Dan the man, bro. Like, He's winning me over. It's like, I love him. At the you, like, going for two in the first place yeah. to just say, nope, we're winning. Now, you can do that when you already have 11 wins. The analytics also make sense for it a bunch of times, but the Lions, the Lions do buck the analytics even. So, like, they just go yeah. for it. Like, uh, I think on 50, uh, 40% of the time, like, in wow. general – and then fifty plus when they're on the uh, when they're in the uh, uh, enemy's territory, so it's crazy. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> so we kind of we got into it on this game, and apparently everybody's getting into it online over this game. But Alan and Ricky, you guys were right. You picked the boys, and I was wrong. Although apparently I should have been should have right. been right. <laughs> I blame the refs. <laughs> should blame that blame that extra <laughs> lineman who didn't declare himself, man. I already, I already yelled at him. <laughs> like he's gonna hear it. Uh, next up, Miami at Baltimore. Ooh. You thought, man, Baltimore is just like you know what? We're just gonna impose our will. Fifty-six to nineteen, bro. Remember when the Dolphins beat the crap out of the Broncos? <laughs> yeah, they punched seventy yes. on them. The Ravens were like, "What happened? Hey, hey guys, we're gonna do that to you." <laughs> Jesus, like, is there who went from the Ravens to the Broncos that made a phone call and called in a favor? Oh, like they were like, they were like, bro, I'm gonna need. I'm 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 gonna need a vent. Sean Payton. Sean Payton called John Harbaugh and he's like, "Yo, bro, <laughs> like you got, I will do anything for you to get that back for me, bro." <laughs> the Ravens look like monsters, man. Like the yeah. beautiful, the wonderful thing about the Ravens. This is either good or bad. So they're either peaking. There's no wonderful things about the Ravens. <laughs> they're either peaking at the right point if they can keep this momentum going. But it looks like they're going to have the first round bye. So um, momentum kind of goes out the door if you, have to, if you have to sit out that extra week. Either that or they're peaking way too early. And there's a come down coming for the Here's Ravens. So, so, Ricky, me and you, we picked the Ravens, the Ratbirds. And Lamar probably, by the way, Lamar probably sealed the MVP with that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, um, Christian McCaffrey going down, so yeah, was, I'd imagine Lamar sealed it. Um, Al, you took Flipper, and uh, you know, much, much like the Dolphins in the world, you are sad. Soul. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> yeah, could have taken the 
the the Ravens after after the way Miami looked down one uh, Tyreek Hill. You know that's a little clue. You lose a key player, you're gonna your offense struggles yeah. a little bit. But Al, you got to get your immaculate vibes back. You guys thought I was done with that phrase. You were mistaken. <laughs> As your Houston Texans got to nine and seven against the Titans. Be down on the and it wasn't rival, just yeah. they didn't just beat them. <laughs> They said, um, fuck you guys. Give us our uniforms back. Bro. <laughs> and injured Will Levis again. Three. Injured Will Levis in that first game initially, and then they carted him off the field in this game. That's insane, bro. The Texans were pissed about the Oilers' uniforms. <laughs> so pissed they beat the shit out of the Titans twice over it. Twice. <laughs> And we all picked the Texans. We apparently all saw it coming. Bro, they got the beatdown last week. I knew I knew they had more pride. Also, CJ came back this week, so. That's helpful. Yeah, it's way helpful. Very helpful. <laughs> so, let's see. Then. Oh, the Bears. I do want to mention, like, the Bears put it up on uh, the Falcons. Yeah, they Justin did. Fields looked really good, which is good for him. He's coming into that. He's playing for He's his coming job. into that fifth-year option <laughs> on that rookie contract, which is very, very important if you actually really want to get paid. So, And he looked really good in this game. So, I mean, the Bears are probably going to have, like, a top four draft pick. So, top four or five draft pick. So, I don't know. We'll see where they go with that. Jake May and Caleb Williams coming out. Mm, I don't know. True. <clears throat> then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking that trip to the West Coast taking down the, what was really a kind of hot Seahawks yeah. team. Yeah, <laughs> a solid team. Impressive. Steelers, the for the second week of the row, in a row, put up 30 points with Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Ricky, you thought it was a fluke. I thought it was a fluke. I thought it was the Christmas magic that uh, spurred Rudolph along. <laughs> his, uh, his bright red Turns nose out, would get irritating, but not yet. <laughs> yep. he's they. I mean, listen, you got to make it back to the North Pole after. Christmas. Hey, they're using that bright red nose as a party light right now, bro. <laughs> Right? <laughs> so, I had the Steelers. You two had no faith. So, I'm the only one who got the W on that one. <laughs> one again in the Super Bowl match. Immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> last but not least on this week's, on last week's picks, Packers and Vikings, and we were all at a loss. And I think we all just went Vikings because they were the home team. And boy, were we wrong. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> 33 to 10, the Packers go into Minneapolis and just stick it to the Vikings. Bro, that's the kind of game I think Jordan Love might have bought. He, I think he won himself another year as the quarterback, for sure. I think he won himself another year as a right? quarterback, at least. <clears throat> all right. So, boys. We're going to rock through these last set of picks quick. <clears throat> if I can pull up the list. Here we go. <laughs> so we are going to start off with 
the Steelers at the Ravens. Now, there's an interesting thing in play here. Lamar might sit. That's what I'm trying to look at. I'm trying to see exactly who's clinched and what. <laughs> so, the Ravens have clinched the number yes, one. Yes, they have. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're so, up on the Dolphins. So, yeah. General wisdom <laughs> is you sit your, your star players. Now, this is Steelers-Ravens, so there's plenty of good old-fashioned hate. There is. Also, like, the Ravens do – they might play Lamar for like a little while. I think you might want to play him until like the at least the first quarter, maybe up until halftime. Cause they do have that first buy that buy that first week. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you want him sitting two weeks in a row, but yeah. So they right. might play him up until halftime, but now the Steelers have heated up in recent <clears> weeks <throat> and they need this win plus help to get into playoffs. Yeah. So, I'm going to say the hunger is there. The potential for starters getting sat is there. I am picking the Steelers. I'm also going to pick the Steelers because I think, um, like you said, just a wonky divisional game. So, like, even if they played, even if they played Lamar, like, I think this, there's a good chance that this would be a close game. Um, So, it's. Lamar's overdue for getting yes, injured, and T.J. Watt's he, just getting warmed he is. up. And the Steelers would love nothing more than to nothing than more. to pound the Ravens going into the playoffs. Absolutely, <laughs> so, like, yes, I'm I'm going with the Steelers as well in this game. It just means more to them, and Lamar is probably only right. going to play till halftime. If Allen. let me go ahead and take the Ravens. Ready? Texans at Colts. This one matters. This is a playoff game. This is game. for Texans the division. favored by a single this point. This is for the division. This is win and go home. This is one, two, three, Cancun if you lose this on bitch. So, <laughs> so, Al, these are your boys. Who you got? Win or go home, baby. And you know what? It's time to win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I ain't never giving <laughs> up. We're going to Texas, so baby. So singing in this episode. It's wild. <laughs> Ricky, who you got? Oh, the Jaguars are all also in that in there as well. So this is not necessarily just a – But this is all – There's also no, this a, is wild card a wild spot. card. Yeah, there's also that wild card yeah. spot up, up for grabs if the Jaguars win in one of these – or if the Jaguars win and one of these lose. Um, look, I'm going to put faith in the Texans. I I, I might regret that. I, I kind of want to go the Colts because they're at home. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm feeling it this year. The C.J. Stroud's good. I'm, I'm just – screw it. Texans. I'm going to save the Texans. I mean, like, look, there's a possibility the Texans can host a playoff game at home. You know, we could end up with the number four seed. We could end number up, seven you know, or out. with a number eight yep. seed, you know. it's It's been a tough couple of weeks, that's for sure. I, I don't usually like to go contrarian. Not a single person believes yeah, that no. at all. <laughs> no, what do you mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're all okay. We're but all I'm... okay with being contrarian on this podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like half of my character yeah. work on this podcast that's, is going that's, contrarian. That's like half of what our entire podcast is. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Colts, baby. I'm going Colts. Minshew Mag- Magic. Um, he's playing for a job for next yeah, year. Yeah, They are at home. I think the Texans are still a year away. I think they still are missing a couple pieces that are going to be key. And I think that we can congratulate the hell out of the Texans, though, for a winning season when I'm pretty sure everybody had them on, like, six wins. Yeah. Yep. So, next up, Dallas at Washington. (laughs) I mean, man, if the Cowboys don't take care of business here, the spread is 13. (laughs) Um, Come on. So, Ricky, uh, you just want to go ahead? You want me to just write, boys? I am, but... Wonky division game. Well, yeah. No, no, I am going to go Cowboys because they do they do have spots to – yeah, they have stuff to play for. They have seating. Yeah, they have yeah. seating with the Lions and the Eagles to play for. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to go Cowboys. I am also picking the boys. I'm going with the Cowboys. Alan? What the choices? <laughs> Cowboys or Commanders? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to go with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you guys see the picture from the from the 49ers locker room at the Commander Stadium uh, to see the clinching of their number one seed? No. It it was a real dinner party episode, you know, the the office dinner party where they're they're watching the TV on the wall and it's like a small 20-inch TV. Oh, okay. So they had a tube TV. If you know what those are, you know, you might be from the 90s or the 80s or the 70s. Ouch. But they had a tube tube TV in the locker room, a little nice uh, big boy TV. And, uh, you know, that's how they were watching in the Commander's like locker room. The Commanders room. are all like, you know, they haven't gotten rid of all the vestiges of the Dan Snyder regime. <laughs> <laughs> they still, yeah, right. That that TV definitely has an antenna to get the reception from uh from the local CBS it's got, station. It's got that digital sure. uh, antenna switch box that you had to get. Yeah, when all the when exactly. all the TV channels went from analog to digital. <laughs> uh huh. They they have the government box still, yep, the one that everybody received. Yeah. Was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's free TV. Well, you tell me I'm going to throw this away? No. Also, I know it was two hours ago, but that was the main reason I watched the OC. That was the only Fox was like all we could get on our oh. <laughs> at, at my apartment at the time. <laughs> it was it was watch Fox or play video games. Last but not least, this guys, this is our last pick of Definitely the Definitely not least. No, no, regular no. We're going to pick in the playoffs as Regular well. season. Regular season. I was about season. to say, Hold we got to pick in the playoffs as easy, well. We can start over. Easy. We can start the standings hey, over. Hey, right. hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, lose the stress. Keep the vibes immaculate. <laughs> Brian turns into a yogi. <laughs> I might, I might try it. Try and do some DDP yoga tomorrow since it's gonna rain. <laughs> I can't play disco. I have. I, oh, rain. I've done a bunch of DDP yoga. So yeah, it's pretty great for you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like it. I have a bunch of the yep. discs. I just, you know, 
I did it for a little bit and then stopped. <laughs> Need to get back on it. Anyway, Bills at Dolphins. This is not for the division. No, it is for the division. It is for the division. Yes, it is for the division. Man, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks. Who wants to see the Bills right now? The Dolphins coming off of that just absolute beatdown. Do they come out? Do they come out motivated at home? So let me tell you something about the Bills that's so wonderful and so apropos for how this Bills season has gone. If the Bills win this game, they will be the number two seed. If they lose this game, they have the possibility of not even making the playoffs. Yes, <laughs> which is absolutely yes. insane. <laughs> you can be the number and this two is where I have trouble, or you cannot be in the playoffs if they lost. <laughs> because in all reality, I need the Bills to lose this game. Yeah, because the Steelers need the Bills. Yeah, because the Dolphins, the Dolphins could lose, and they'd still be in the playoffs. They're yeah, fine. They'll, they're yeah. still going to be in the playoffs. They just won't be the number two seed. They they'll just be like right. six or something or five. Right. Or yeah, so, five or six. That said, I'm still picking the Bills. <laughs> Again, hungry. Two seed or going to Cancun. These guys want to be the two seed. Yes. <laughs> I think I think Josh Allen comes out, starts slinging it all over the yard, takes care of business. They get DeMar Hamlin in. He gets a couple more tackles, makes his case for comeback player of the year even stronger. Alan, who do you got? <laughs> you know, guys, as we gather around here in this locker room, I want you to take a look around each and every man's face. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not like the great American team. We're not eleven and three. You know, our season was a little iffy, could have been up and down, but we're a ragtag team of individuals. Oh, and you know what? Like the Taliban, we kind of did something for ourselves here, you know, and we have one more opportunity to go out there and actually deliver the strike needed to secure our playoff opportunity this year. So, you know, ever since I gave that speech, we've been undefeated. So let's go out there and kick some ass. I did not know if he was going to Mar Hamlin. I thought he was going to Mar Hamlin at first. I thought you were going to. No, I knew exactly where that was headed. (laughs) I knew it was all going to come crashing down. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bills to ruin the Miami, the Dolphin party. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God, that's dark. (sighs) Not immaculate. (laughs) Ricky, bring us back. Hey, boys. Uh... Uh, never forget that we got Josh Allen on the other sideline. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of want to go Bills, but at this point, honestly, for the content, I'm going to go Dolphins because I just think it's hilarious. I just love the idea of the Bills just not making the playoffs this year after being so good. <laughs> Stefan Diggs on a contract, oh you're like, yeah, I'm out. He's feeling like on he Friday. Goes to Miami. Oh, you know, oh, my God. He just had to endure his 
He just had to endure his Matt Hardy family, you know, CEO thing. So he's like, I'm out of here. Okay, so <laughs> as we wrap That's up, we all said as too. we wrap up, I forgot to announce our records from last week. Ricky, you and me, four and two last week. Nice. Alan, three and three. Ah. For the season, Ricky, 64 and 39. Alan, unfortunately, you cannot get to 500 <laughs> because we only picked four games Meh. and Meh. you are 49 and 54. Uh, you could get real close, though. You can go forward now. You can get real yeah. close. <laughs> and I am at 58 and 45. And I'm not going to lie, 13 games over 500 in picking games. And the sheer amount of games that we have picked, I may have to get a like my bookie account. <laughs> oh, believe me, bro, I'm getting to be I'm I'm jumping on that VPN next year. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we're, doing, we're getting this going, dude. Because we, right? So, after all of that, if you are still with us after all the shenanigans, listeners, thank wow, you. thank you. We appreciate the hell out of you. I may record an interim outro to bridge the gap and split the show, (laughs) but I don't know 100% if I can pull it off. (laughs) But follow us, catch us on social media, on Facebook at Space City Recreation and Entertainment. On Instagram at Space City SRE and on X at Space City RE. Catch me on Facebook at the Drinkadina Beer Show starring Brian and Julia Facebook page. Catch me on Instagram at Drinkadina Beer Show and catch me on X at this underscore those. Catch Ricky outside. If you can. <laughs> uh, catch the Houston Rockets. The, you know, football is dying down, but, you know, we got the Rockets coming up, and we still got playoffs coming up. You know, Night Swim is also coming out in theaters, which looks incredibly corny and hell, as hell, but uh, really fun. So, hell yeah. Catch that. <laughs> and by the way, Letter Kenny final season out. I think I've announced that on – I know I announced it on Drinkadina, um, but it was excellent as per all Letter Kenny content. <laughs> so, with that, after all that watching, after listening to us, you know, put us on in your earbuds, put us on in your car, but whatever you do, take us with you and get out there and see Space City. See Space City, <laughs> so, yes. 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 Yes.